time greats billy joel well i would call billy joel the pride of long island but he's not the pride of long island of course is the great congressman who spent the better part of four decades distinguishing himself as at least in bernie and sid's opinion as the greatest local politician ever maybe after giuliani and that is uh, out of long island he's also a part of a wabc radio team and does a great job on this show every wednesday and a dear friend on top of all of that the great peter king peter good morning pal how are you i said i'm doing great great as always to be talking to you and both of us hoping that bernie is back soon but always great talking to you thank you buddy and, and he'll be back on monday and he told us this is the end of his treatments uh, he's been doing this for the great. better part of six months it is great and Hopefully he's going to be back and uh, feeling as well as ever, and he loves you too, and I love you, and I got your – well, I did see your Instagram last night, and uh, I've been talking about it all morning. Talked about it with Giuliani. O'Reilly talked about it, and that is how quickly the Democrats turned this awful tragedy in Buffalo from last weekend into their talking point. You know, from gun control in two seconds to two seconds later, this issue that doesn't exist called white supremacy. And I know you're angry about that too. I saw your Instagram post last night. Yeah, absolutely. This is absolutely graceful. And uh, I heard your monologue. It was terrific. Thank you. So much on target. I mean, you know, the reality is here that we want to get into this whole idea of racial politics. As you said, the subway shooter was a black racist. You had the guy in Wisconsin who was a black racist. You had all those riots in 2020 when cops were being attacked and killed and had bricks thrown at them and Molotov cocktails, courthouses burned down, a church near the White House. set on fire, all done in the name of Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. I didn't hear white people uh, blaming all blacks for that, saying this is a sign of black supremacy. And uh, so now whenever there's an instance of a, uh, a, a white racist carrying an attack, suddenly the whole country is ill. The whole country is guilty of systemic racism. These are people who are tearing down America, tearing down the country, and ignoring the fact if there's a war on anyone, a war on cops. Think of all the cops that have been killed and shot at and attacked over the last two years since the George Floyd murder. I mean, this is a disgrace, what Joe Biden did, what all those Democrats are doing. In fact, uh, Joe McGinnis, uh, I'm sorry, Bob McGinnis has a great uh, column in today's New York Post. You think of all these young black kids that have been killed, all of the African-Americans who have been killed just in the last two years because of Democratic policies, the bail reform, the fact that uh, the, the hands of the cops are being tied. This is all at the feet of the Democrats. They're the ones who've done it, and yet they accuse the whites of being racist. Yet, listen, this country is divided. It's divided because of people like Joe Biden and the Democratic leadership in the state assembly and uh, state senate here. We got to stop. We got to turn around and find ways to work together. But we're never going to be able to do it if blacks are being killed in the streets because the uh, hands of the cops being tied, and then somehow whites being accused of racism. It's wrong. It's got to stop. So, uh, Sid, you just keep talking. Oh, thank you. That was a great rant by you there, too. And I know that, you know, I was out yesterday and a lot of folks uh, were worried. Oh, Sid, what happened? 
And I told the story this morning that my son, White, goes to a very nice, very, very expensive Upper West Side school. All of his friends are black. They've all slept over at my house. They've been to his birthday parties. I know the parents. My wife, by the way, the lovely Danielle, your friends with her, she's half black. So we have no issue with all that, okay? But yet there's a black kid in my son's class who has said horrible things about Gabe. He has said my son has said things he's never said. He got physical with my kid a couple days ago. And so what I'm trying to say to you is it's not just Joe Biden talking about it and me talking. It's trickling down to little kids, little black kids who really believe that white people are the problem. This kid has been to my house. He's been to Gabe's birthday parties. And now he's saying horrible things about Gabe because what Biden does, and maybe his own mom, I don't know, but it trickles down to little kids, Peter, and that's what's sickening to me. No, it really is. It's starting to permeate society. It's in too many schools. It's in, it's almost ingrained in the uh, uh, the culture now that whites are evil. I mean, this whole idea, uh, you know, uh, the concept starting with Black Lives Matter and then, all, you know, the systemic racism line, uh, the critical race theory, all of this. I mean, I have, uh, again, without going into all the details, I have family members I know whose kids have been uh, taught this in school. Uh, you know, the books they're told to read are how cops, uh, how white cops are beating up black kids, how black kids are being harassed. These are books that being, you know, they're being made to read in school. And I'm talking about kids 9, 10, 11 years old. So this is going on out there, and it's, uh, it's definitely going to have an impact. And if anyone is serious about ending racism from all sides and ending the racial divide, they should knock that stuff off and start telling people we're the greatest country in the world. No one has done more to say black lives than the NYPD and cops throughout this country. And the, the innocent victims of all of this is the African-American community. I mean, you had Andrew Giuliani on before. His father saved the lives, literally saved the lives of tens of thousands of African-Americans. I mean, how many doctors have done that? How many lawyers have done that? How many social workers have done that? None. Rudy Giuliani yep. saved all those lives with with the NYPD working together, and yet somehow he's castigated as being evil. The uh, cops are being, you know, the forces of evil. We told how uh, uh, Ray Kelly and Bill Bratton were the commissioner, how terrible it was here in New York for African-Americans. Well, their lives are being saved. And the ones I really feel for are the hardworking African-American families who are in these neighborhoods where the cops are no longer allowed to protect them. You mentioned Andrew Giuliani was on earlier, and he was. And, and I know you know this, Peter, but I say this often, that every time he comes on, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, like, really impressed. And I've been endorsing Lee Zeldin like you have, Peter, and Bo Deedle and others since day one. But I don't like what I'm hearing. Now, I haven't talked to Lee yet. Lee was on with Katsimatidis yesterday. He needs to call me because I'm, I've been endorsing him uh, forever now. And I don't like what I'm hearing, trying to keep guys off ballots and lawsuits and and some other things. I don't care about the Cuomo stuff. That was a long time ago. But I don't like what I'm hearing. If that's true, that he tried to keep Giuliani and uh, Astorino off the ballot, that is that lacks the competition I want to see. I know we talked about this before, but every time Andrew comes on, i got to tell you, Peter, I'm impressed. Well, first of all, let me say, Andrew Giuliani has shown himself. Don't say really I'm saying this. I think Andrew is a better politician than his father. Wow. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, that's um, right. I'm saying that only only half kidding. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. a natural speaker. Uh, the way I, I saw him at the state convention we held back in March, I guess it was, he didn't have a note in front of him. He knew that uh, he was only getting about 1% of the vote there from the delegates. He gave a terrific speech without a note at all, got standing ovations, did a great job. And every time I hear him on your show and others, he's really articulate, really smart, very bright. He's got a great future 
and how the primary is going to turn out, I don't know. I am supporting Lee. As far as knocking candidates off the ballot, I hate to say it, that's sort of standard in politics. And the reason for it is, and I, I don't expect you to agree, and uh, I actually, uh, you know, Rudy had spoken to me early on about this. And I did speak to some of the Republican leaders saying I thought it was better to go ahead with the primary. But uh, the idea is you want to save your money and you want to focus on attacking, attacking Kathy Hochul and not get bogged down in an inter-party fight. So there's, again, there's two sides to that. I mean, I had, I had a, uh, once with a, an opponent who was just annoying. He had no chance of winning, but I, it was tying me down, so I tried to knock him off the ballot. And I, I won at the lower level and lost at the higher level, and I, I had a, a run against the guy. I beat him like four, four to one or five to one or something. But uh, again, that, that does go on in politics, right or wrong. It, it is part of the business, but I think in this case that, uh, which I spoke to, you know, to you know, some of the leaders at the time, I thought it, would, it is a good idea to have the primary. You don't want Hochul getting all the attention. I think Lee has a chance now to really uh, show that he can do it. And listen, if, if Andrew, you know, does a good job, Andrew can either win the primary or no matter what, he's got a great future. I mean, you look at some of the guys that run for office and some of the women that run for office, compare them to Andrew Giuliani. He's, he's had shoulders over almost all of them. I agree with you 100%. And that, but coming from you, Remember, that is... No, so don't, tell, don't tell Rudy what I said, okay, about Andrew being a better politician. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell him. I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell him, but I already texted him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't tell I think he's listening, though. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Actually, Rudy and I started working together back in 1967. I've known Rudy forever, so he's a great friend. Wow. That was actually the year I was born. I was, I was actually born that year, Peter, when you guys started working together. So uh, in my community where I live, and you know, you know where it is. I love it there. I'm so happy. Danielle's oh, so happy. Great. It is beautiful. But every lawn has this sign, Paul King for Congress. And I stopped one of yeah. my neighbors and I said, Paul, is he related to Peter? And he said he didn't know. Now, you were on already talking about this. You're not related. But my buddy Mike Sullivan, who owns Brennan and Carr, he does uh, all the right. catering now for the uh, Bell Harbor Yacht Club. And it turns out there's that's a... Where the, yeah. Yes, the big dinner for Paul King is coming up. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Why should people vote for Paul King? First of all, he's solid. From all I know, he's a solid conservative. Uh, he r- really represents hardworking, patriotic people. And, you know, you said I'm going to be there and you're going to be there. They had invited me to be the speaker. And then I told you about it. You said you were going to come. And when I told them that, they were more excited about you than me. I think uh, when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm going to be like uh, you know, on the outside looking in. So here I am being the nice guy mentioning it to you, and you end up stealing your show. It's like, you know, Coney Island, uh, 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 Staten Island two weeks ago, and I, I had to be your photographer on, on the baseball field taking pictures of you with women. I'm like, you know, oh, the photographer, stand of that. Oh, my God. That's funny. No, they're very excited to have you, too. We're going to have a good time that night. It's a beautiful place. I love going down there. I mean, years ago, I was uh, Grand Marshal of the Rockaway St. Patrick's Day Parade. I have so many friends in Rockaway. And also, I don't think any community, any one community was devastated the way uh, you know, the Rockaways were from 9-11. No. I have so many cops and firemen down yep. there. Yep. Uh, terrible. Almost uh, like six or seven. In fact, there's a wall around, oh, I don't know, maybe 116, that street, there's a tribute, a little park, uh, not far from the ferry, and the whole wall has all the numbers of all the Port Authority folks, fire department cops that perished on that day. My driver, Ricky Willis, for example, he tells me, Sid, as bad as you thought it was when 
Timothy Klein died, the firefighter, because the whole community was in mourning. He said, Sid, back then we had seven or eight of those a day for months. Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, last thing. So I went to work with Danielle the other day, and she was uh, at the Nassau County Courthouse. So I, I got a chance to go into the courthouse with her, your, your neighborhood. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. And we were right. very close to Ann Donnelly's office. So I texted Ann, the DA, and I said, hey, we're in town. We're close by. Can we come over and say hello? And we actually went in and uh, went to the DA's office, and she said a lot of nice things about you, Peter King. How about that? Oh, uh, yeah, that means a lot because Ann Donnelly is terrific. Why? Wow, what a gift to not just the Republican Party, it's a gift, a gift to the people of Nassau County. Ann Donnelly is her coming in. She stopped Todd Kaminsky. She stopped that whole liberal progressive movement. She's a total, total professional. Uh, it's, I am proud to call her a friend. I was proud to endorse her and campaign with her. And she's just natural. What you see is what you get. She's, there's no no pretense about her at all. So, uh, but if I were you, to, uh, I wouldn't be volunteering to go to the DA's office. <laughs> I'm sure there's some. There must be some outstanding one somewhere. No, uh, you, it's funny you say. Your luck. No, don't laugh because Danielle was like, "What if somebody sees you walking outside? They're going to think you're here for official business." I'm like, "Then I'll stay home." What do you want me to tell you? But hey, listen, you 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 and John Katz and Matidis and us all did a great job ensuring that people like Ann Donnelly and Bruce Blakeman got their wins last yep. year. And hopefully, Peter, that paves a way for a very big 2022. I hope so. And again, Bruce is doing a great job as county executive. You mentioned John Katzpatiti. I'll be on Katz tonight tonight uh, from 5 to 6 with John and Lydia and, and the whole crew. And uh, again, what he's doing for New York and America was great. What you're doing is great. And when Bernie's back, we're going to be greater than ever. So, again, you're the man. Uh, look, look who's talking, Peter. You're the man. We love you. Thank you. There he is every Wednesday at 840, the great Congressman Peter King here on Bernie and Sid. We're not even close to being done. Fourth and final hour, we're going to have Dr. Mark Siegel. We're going to have Joe Pinion running against Chuck Schumer live in studio. We're going to play Beat Sid. And don't forget, coming up tomorrow, don't forget, 840 Bill O'Reilly. Then right after Bill O'Reilly, Donald Trump Jr. So we'll go from O'Reilly to Trump tomorrow morning right here on Bernie and Sid. We'll come back with a very exciting 9 o'clock hour right after these words. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.